Multiple tornadoes plow through Ohio, a fatal stabbing attack in Japan leaves one child dead, and an Apple computer in a briefcase. These stories and more on today's episode of Topical Thunder. According to the National Weather Service, two tornadoes tore through the Dayton, Ohio area last night at approximately 11.30 p.m. While the storms left breadcrumbs of buildings and trees in its wake, Dayton Fire Chief Jeffrey Payne said, We have yet to find one fatality, and we have had three minor injuries. I find that pretty miraculous. The storms left more than 80,000 people in Ohio without power this morning, along with flattened homes and demolished apartment complexes. Local Brookville School Superintendent Tim Hopkins said that part of one school's roof was blown off and the front doors had been blown in. According to Assistant Fire Chief Nicholas Hosford, since electricity to major pumping stations was knocked out, residents are being asked to conserve water. CNN reports that the first tornado to hit Dayton crossed I-95 north of the city around 1107, which triggered a tornado emergency warning. The second tornado crossed the highway about three miles away. There was even a third one that hit about 100 miles of Dayton in the small town of Pendleton, Indiana. It's been reported that 75 homes were damaged in Pendleton and the nearby community of Huntsville. Madison County authorities said the roads are blocked with trees, toppled power lines, and utility poles. The high school is currently serving as a shelter, but again, no deaths have been reported. Although Dayton, Ohio got the worst of it, 51 tornadoes were reported across eight states on Memorial Day. Idaho, Colorado, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio all had tornado warnings in effect, and this severe weather is supposed to continue through today and tomorrow, with the biggest threats of tornadoes ranging from Kansas City into western Illinois. It is advised that all aforementioned states and areas stay alert and safe in the coming days. According to AP News, a man armed with a knife in each hand attacked a group of schoolgirls at a bus stop outside of Tokyo, Japan, screaming, I will kill you. The incident resulted in two dead, one being a young girl, and 17 injured. The victims were students at a Catholic elementary school that were lined up near a bus stop in the city of Kawasaki waiting to be taken to school. After the man attacked the group, he was captured, but later died due to a self-inflicted slash in his neck. The police confirmed that the two dead bodies belonged to 11-year-old Hanaku Kirabayashi and a 39-year-old Satoshi Oyama. It is believed that Oyama was a foreign ministry official who was the father of one of the other girls. Both of them had been inflicted with wounds in the neck and head. Chairman of the Catholic school, Tetsuri Sato, said in a news conference that he was struggling to fight back my anger. My heart is broken with pain when I think of the innocent children and their parents who sent their children to our school with love who were victimized by this savage act. TechCrunch.com reports that one of the last remaining original Apple One computers is not only crammed into a briefcase, but was sold for approximately $471,000 in a Christie's auction. It even comes with a built-in keyboard. Today, we think of a computer and assume it's enclosed. Its parts aren't exposed for all to see. This wasn't the case for the Apple One. It was merely a board for $666 that would hook up to your TV and a keyboard. So, someone, somewhere, decided that a briefcase was a viable option. I wouldn't recommend using this portable computer as a laptop, though. Approximately 200 Apple One computers were made, but many of them are believed to have been destroyed for one reason or another. Of the possible 68 still roaming the earth, this particular one sold was registered as number 10. In related tech news, Apple just announced its updated version of the iPod Touch. It is receiving a jump in its processing power and will use the A10 Fusion chip, the same one used in the iPhone 7. It will also include a new 256GB storage option, according to TheVerge.com. This is the first upgrade announced since the 6th gen was released in 2015. 
This new A10 chip will allow the newest iPod Touch to implement Apple's new augmented reality apps. Back in March, Apple announced Apple Arcade, which is a gaming subscription service for its iOS devices releasing this fall. This would more than likely explain the upgrade to the iPod Touch's processor. Having this service available across all of Apple's devices will maximize their profits and exposure for this new service. The prices for the 32, 128, and 256 gigabyte options will be 199, 299, and 399 respectively. Bill Baer of NBC Sports reports that the Fresno Grizzlies, the AAA affiliate of the Washington Nationals, show what can only be a politically propaganda video to fans during a Memorial Day tribute on Monday against the El Paso Chihuahuas. At approximately the three-minute mark, the voiceover of Ronald Reagan references enemies of freedom. During this part of the video, several pictures were shown of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, Fidel Castro, and then Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The following is an apology from the Fresno Grizzlies organization just after midnight this morning. We are aware of the problem with the Memorial Day tribute video shown in the ballpark between games of Monday's doubleheader. A pre-produced video from outside our front office was selected. Unfortunately, what was supposed to be a moving tribute ended with some misleading and offensive editing, which made a statement that was not our intent and certainly not our opinion. We apologize to our fans and to our community for the error and for not properly vetting the video. We also apologize to those who have served and are currently serving the country for the undue distraction on such a solemn day. It's amazing how often media content receives the green light without anyone ever fully looking at what is being publicly endorsed. It's assumed that someone is getting fired. And quickly. According to a new study of human cells, e-cigarette flavors can do more damage to the cells that line your blood vessels. In a study published Monday, the Journal of the American College of Cardiology discovered that the e-liquids implemented in vapes can prohibit the body's cells to survive and function. These changes can contribute to heart disease. According to study author Dr. Joseph Wu, the public has this notion that e-cigarettes are safe. As a result of this perception, a lot of kids pick up e-cigarette smoking. There's so many kids who are smoking e-cigarettes. And these kids are going to become adults. And these adults can become elderly patients that I, as a cardiologist, will take care of later on. In this study, six different e-liquids with varying degrees of nicotine were tested. The team found the presence of toxic effects that included poor cell survival and signs of increased inflammation of cardiovascular cells. Dr. Lawrence Phillips, an assistant professor of medicine at NYU, told CNN reporters that we're seeing more and more evidence that e-cigarettes do have a relationship with increased chances of having a heart attack. For more information on top stories, visit www.topicalthunder.com, a wicked groovy news site that breaks down the shocking, the amazing, the awesome, and the fun into bite-sized news nuggets for all of the other rabid news lovers in the world. This has been Topical Thunder.